live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O. Morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Happy Monday morning. If you are someone who wanted a little bit more winter, if you wanted the kids out of the house, that might not be the case for you today. I'm Caleb Henry, Mark Vale in the KLIN Newsroom. Jack Mitchell on his way in. He'll update us with the latest on the road conditions here in just a couple of minutes. But, Mark, let's start out right there. What what can you tell us on the, the snow that's going to be coming in? Because you talked with some folks right away this morning. Yeah, I talked with uh, meteorologist Corey Mead over at the uh, National Weather Service. And, of course, Brad Anderson's been reporting much the same. Looks like this wintry mix could persist through about 9 this morning, 8 to 10. But they're saying around 9 it'll switch over to all snow. Uh, Heavy snow, 1 to 2 inches per hour. He says between 11 and 4. Per hour, not 1 to 2 total per hour. Uh, Right, 1 to 2. Now, he says it'll it'll be hit and miss. It'll be bursts, and then Mm -hmm. it'll back off a little bit. That's still some pretty significant snows, and the biggest thing there is that that will be enough to accumulate and make the afternoon commute much, much tougher. Uh, We know we're not going to get to all the streets by 4 Mm o'clock. It's just not going to happen. LTU do do have their crews out. They're applying uh, uh, salt pre-wet with brine to arterials. Mm -hmm. uh, StarTran expected to run today. They could be delayed as the roads get bad. Uh, But uh, arterial streets at this hour... Wet, normal driving conditions generally, uh, and we're at 32 degrees. So the yeah. street, street temperature is probably going to stay up and warm and warm enough. Uh, Lancaster County Share, uh, Engineer Pam Dingman sent out uh, an update. Uh, they were going to hit the road starting at 5 this morning with the county crews, but they are uh, short-staffed, and they only have uh, one crew, one shift that they can go out and plow. So, Is there a reason that they're short-staffed? Yeah, just finding people. Yeah. yeah just a but they plan on a, a 5 a.m. start this morning, and they'll be on paved roads to begin with. So mm-hmm. that's the latest. Of course, uh, UNL just announced their uh, closed city campus. They're, they've got a contingency plan that yeah. everybody is aware of. Uh, on the, uh, of course, LPS, Lincoln Catholic, Lincoln Lutheran, full list of closings at KLIN.com. Waverly, put, North, like there was a lot that started kind of preempting, right. preemptively announcing yesterday. I know Southeast Community College, Lincoln, and Milford campuses are closed. I've not heard yet on Beatrice. A couple of uh, other notes from uh, government. Uh, district con- uh, Second District Congressman Don Bacon, they're closing their district offices in Douglas and Sarpy County. And uh, Congressman Mike Flood had a... Uh, uh, well, I guess you'd call it a, an event here in Lincoln scheduled for this afternoon, and that has been canceled as well. So. Right, and there's and it's it's interesting to see some of those closings cancellations. Like you said, at KLIN.com, and if you're someone who has an event or a business, they can go sign up to have their theirs listed there as well, right? Correct, correct. Uh, but, like, for us, our daycare is still open. So, Wait, so, so there are some of those, but they have sent out messages that – they may decide that they're going to close early, around 11 or 12. So for, for a lot of families that, yeah, schools are closed, but there are still some places that might be waiting to make some of those decisions this morning. Right, and, and it's, it's actually, from what I recall, I was on the National Weather Service Media and Public Service uh, webinar yesterday. I think the, the temperatures have stayed a little warmer than they had predicted, at mm-hmm. least to this point. 
because they were talking uh, the possibility of this changing over to snow by about now, but now it looks like it's going to be put back a, a couple of hours at mm-hmm. least. So that could be good. That could be bad. It depends on if it continues to rain as the temperatures drop. We could have some additional icing, and that's always a challenge, especially underneath <laughs> snow. It's yeah. just not good. Well, and we had that, what was kind of like this glaze of ice in the past week, but they didn't have to deal with snow, and even then there were plenty of oh, plenty yeah. of accidents out and about. Absolutely. So Now, remember two years ago, or two, uh, gosh, now three years ago, January 2021, we got the more than a foot of snow in a day in Lincoln. We, I'll, I'll take your word on that. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like 14 inches. Some, okay, some, yeah. Someone had posted. That was the last time we got like a lot of snow. It just seems like the snow has continued to miss. Even the snow we got around Christmas, it was kind of here and some of it stuck around. But it's not like it was a, a real big, thick snow like that go out and sled type of snow. Right. And this is this is a lot that's expected to be coming in, and that's why you've got all of these closings and cancellations. You got the road crews out. Well, and and remember too that at these temperatures, this is going to be a very heavy, wet snow, mm-hmm. very difficult to shovel, to move around, to plow, and it's the type of snow that gets packed down and makes conditions on the streets really rough. Mm-hmm. So this is—I don't want to say this is a worst-case scenario, but these are very difficult conditions. For road crews to have to deal with it doesn't matter whether you're on the county roads, city streets, or the highways. It's just when it, when you have this combination, this changeover, it makes it really difficult, and treatments become less and less effective mm-hmm. as the temperatures drop. And speaking of temperatures dropping, by the weekend, we are looking at highs of single digits. Friday, Saturday, Sunday morning, we could have wind chills here of 25 to 35 Ooh. below zero. Yeah, looking at that. That zero for a high on Sunday, at yep. least according to our micro- Microsoft weather in the studio. Now, I'm sure you're pretty happy, though. Your Chiefs in the playoffs get Miami coming to Kansas City. Yeah, that's, that's going to definitely <laughs> benefit the Chiefs. Be a little bit chillier for them there. Uh, and and we, we've got, we had a full weekend. Obviously, it was the, the final weekend for the NFL Huskers in action. You had the polar bear on the wrestling mat, but, but the, the temperatures... Right now, not so bad. That snow expected to come later today, and then the temperatures continue to drop. But uh, roads were not bad for you or me. No, as a matter of fact, when I came in, we weren't even. It was just starting to. Uh, I had no rain at all until I got halfway to work. Yeah, I had a little bit of precipitation. Latest on the roads, though. Jack Mitchell in studio now. How is it oh, yep. out there? Just Hi. checked out. Just checked it out uh, a little Who's bit that? on on the roads. L- like the rain right now is very light. There's. I barely had to use windshield wipers when I was mm-hmm. out and about checking things out. Uh, and, and, and like you said earlier, Mark, similar, the, the street conditions are kind of the same as they probably were earlier. It's still just, yeah. it's still just a wet, a wet surface. Um, because we're hovering right around freezing. I think that, that, that and there were a ground lot of, and street is just too warm. There, there was a lot of treatment done yesterday mm-hmm. yeah. around the city. And, 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 but we just had a, Still had a city, just had a city vehicle go here down O Street. Uh, so they're still continuing on the arterial streets. making their presence known. Yeah, like you said, I'm sure they were they were busy throughout the night. But uh, you were, I think you were making this point here just a little bit earlier, guys. Just that one of the variables I, I was I was watching a lot of the coverage and all the variables that could determine if we're talking about something like you know five six inches or ten eleven inches for this thing and one of them is is just how quickly it actually turns into snow and 
Uh, it's it, it it it's not there yet, at least. So maybe so maybe the very earliest of the very earliest of some of the factors that are going to determine whether this is a big snow event or a big <laughs> snow event uh, are are mitigating toward it being just the big the big snow event. The other things would be, of course. With that, um, part of it would be just because, Mark, as you were mentioning earlier, this is going to be such a heavy, wet snow oh, yeah. that it's going to kind of compact itself when it falls. Yes. And so you have high volume, but it turns out maybe where it would have been, you know, 10 inches at one point, it's going to be 7 inches. I don't know if that's the exact conversion rate on this right. thing, but well, you it, know what I mean, yeah. essentially. And temperature is going to continue to, to fall through the day slowly. And and what that is going to do is it's going to actually make the snow lighter and fluffier later. Yeah. And then the winds switch. The winds are to the east-southeast this morning, but they're going off to the northwest uh, 15 to 30 and gusts to 45 tonight. And you get that lighter snow on top of this yeah. heavy stuff. Uh, not that there's going to be uh, a lot of drifting with that. There will be some, but visibility could just go in the toilet. Mm. Yeah, tomorrow is going to be... I mean, <laughs> e- even though it, it sounds like they're they're still saying the snow should kind of be over by tomorrow morning or ending tomorrow morning at some point, just that that wind and the cold that's going to come along with it tomorrow. It's well, first of all, it's you know they they extended the the winter weather warning into tomorrow morning, but yep. that snow and that cold that's going to come with it is going to make it incredibly just unpleasant out there it, tomorrow. It always concerns me when these storms seem to slow down a little. As they yes, do. I mean it's it's here a little later than originally thought, but it's been extended until noon tomorrow. Uh, winter storm warning, and that always is just kind of a red flag. Now you guys were getting all excited about potential seventies this month, yeah, because of our done. our lying traitor of a system we have in studio. Man, there is not a high above yeah. is thirty seven the highest I'm seeing the uh, rest of the month. So, Doctor Ken Dewey. Put a post out there at the beginning of the weekend. He said, "Look, basically the middle of this week, maybe tomorrow, maybe Wednesday, we're not going to even get into the 30s for a high. So one of the next couple of days, we're not going to get up to up to uh, freezing for a high." And he basically said, "It's going to sit there for. <laughs> we won't see freezing above freezing again for a couple of weeks after that." So and what did you say? Sunday's high, Caleb? Uh, zero. Yeah, and another, and another, high. and another system moving in from the northwest as <laughs> yeah. well. Now, who knows where that'll end up hitting primarily? But there's another, another snowmaker system that's going to be coming through the Great Plains as well uh, about next weekend. So I'm not telling you guys how to plan your Tuesdays, by the way, but. Temperature Tuesdays knocking it out of the park. Oh this man! Month, okay, is that is that January? Is that coming up? It, or is it that started February? last week. Last did week it? was the first. I, how run. did I not but, even know, man? Yeah, I saw that. But is that the only one they're doing? Uh, oh, they're not no, rolling it out. I, they I, just did one. I saw one post that said it was going to be the only one. It's going to be like the first Tuesday of the month, but I couldn't confirm. Oh, that. oh, because oh. there's a high of three. That would be next Tuesday. Uh, but real quick, back back to tomorrow, guys. Back to tomorrow, though. We're going to get started on, on Tuesday morning, and you're going to be talking uh, highs. Highs will be in the – I mean, it's not going to be just like bitter, bitter cold. It'll be temperatures in the – you know, when we, we're at this time, 20s instead of 30s. Uh, but like you said, wind up gusting 40 and above throughout the course of the morning with that 
however many inches of snow that have fallen on top of that. And so you'll have wind chills right around zero, but it's just going to be, you're going to have snow blowing everywhere at the same point too. And it probably will have just stopped uh, maybe early that morning. So I, I would say this, you know, don't, don't, I'm not telling you to plan for sure on anything, but there's going to be some events that are probably in question tomorrow too, don't mm-hmm. you think? Oh yeah. In a lot of these places, if if this keeps going, and we already talked about the the closings and cancellations for stuff today. Something that's I mean, I guess if people are hanging out at home, Mark, you are hosting the the January edition of the Governor's Call-in Show this afternoon at two o'clock here on KLI. At least it's still scheduled. Still, yeah, still, still scheduled, scheduled for now. Unless he has to kind of tour the snow or something on an emergency, but I don't really know what good that would do in the middle of a snowstorm. So probably not. Pro- probably not. They can get him here with some kind of a state patrol vehicle or something. I'm, yeah, I'm sure with this whole. Well, thing. we've we've also set up alternate options uh, if he needs to. So. Yeah. Well, I, I I'm just looking and and. I don't know that this is the gospel on this whole thing, but uh, the hour-by-hour National Weather Service forecast has us uh, in Lincoln at around 9 inches right now, still on their latest one. But they do have, I mean, they've got it snowing right now in those, and it's not snowing right now again. So we'll see. We'll see. Have you looked at the radar yet and, and kind of... Yeah, I, I looked at what, what is it. What's it showing right now? Well... What it was showing is that we should be uh, right in the middle of some snow and mixed precipitation, but it's not coming down. It's not hitting the ground. So I don't know what's going on. Oh, geez. Most most of Kansas is pink. Yeah. Kansas (laughs) is going to get the uh, proverbial. Although it looks like that's Well, it looks like there's a lot of rain in Kansas right now Mm -hmm. is uh, what I'm looking at here with, with my radar that's delineating in color a little bit. I think that's. I think that's a lot of rain down into Emporia and and Manhattan. Yeah, and south of uh, south of I seventy down there, they were expecting mostly rain. And honestly, look, it looks like the existing there is some existing snow, but it's just it's west of here right now is what it looks like on my radar. Yeah, and so I mean, and just a little bit west of here, so. Even even far west parts of Lincoln and Lancaster County could be seeing a little, maybe a little bit so, or maybe it's a little more rain. I suppose uh, that is that is going along with this right now. But I don't know, guys. I look at this radar and it doesn't look like the snow. I mean, the snow's coming. I'm not saying the snow's never coming, but it doesn't look like the snow is imminent in the next. You know, like it's about to start here earlier than expected. No, they, uh, Corey Mead, weather service meteorologist, said probably a changeover around nine. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, I would. I I think that might might stay. And then the other thing last night is I was uh, watching some of the meteorologists talk. Is there is the the famous dry air system that is going to be with this to the south for a little while? And if that would creep up a little bit further north, you know that could that could change things too. So what's so. the dry air do for it? Um, stops it snowing just okay no just just (laughs) sucks the moisture out of the air yeah yeah Yeah, i mean sucks the moisture out of the air so it's it's just a a dry system that'll be to the south some dry air that has in the past that has eaten up some snowstorms that we've suspected that we're going to be coming to so that's that's a possibility i think there's just all these little things that could eat away a bit at the snow totals from how cold it is how early how much of it is melting when it hits the ground? Right for the first. Eventually, right. it'll pile up, but mm-hmm. it'll it'll melt a little bit. Like I said, how compacted it gets because how much of the snow is is kind of the wet, heavy stuff. All of those things kind of play into this uh, this whole thing. But uh, just a big congratulations to all the kids who get their 
winter, depending on where they go to school, some places get the winter break extended. Some places are getting winter break 2.0 now after going back for a few days. I can just hear a few of the homeschoolers going, yeah. Well, there are some places that are doing the, that, what is it, the, the school from home, remote however, stuff. the remote learning. Yeah. LPS just said, we don't really want to do that ever, <laughs> ever anymore, I think. You just talked last week about how this is that time of year where you struggle to get a full five days in right. uh, for, for a week of school. Because a week from today is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, so you, you're not going to get it this week. You're not going to get it next week. Uh, that's going to get you out to what January twenty second. <laughs> Maybe take a shot at it there. We'll see. Not far. I think you got a President's Day day off at some point in February, <laughs> as well. So, well, when you yeah. stop to think about it, you know the buildings have been shut down now for what two and a half weeks or two weeks plus. So why even start the things back up on a day like today? Yeah, yeah. There, yes, uh, that would be a tough. It, they're probably more likely not that. Not that they weren't going to cancel today, because I think everybody did. But if if there's a day at the we beginning didn't. or the end of a of a uh, break, they're more likely, I think, usually to we didn't cancel to make today. that call. We didn't. We, we never cancel. No, we we may we may have a postponement of one or two of us, but <laughs> yes, that, that can uh, that can sometimes happen as well. I'm looking for when that next next day off at least is. By, by the way, the, uh, cancellations, postponements, uh, closings. Just go to KLIN.com on the right-hand side. There is a, there's, there's got to be a, over a hundred listings already on on those. Closings. They have uh, they have February 11th and 12th. Uh, oh, oh no, I'm in March. I'm in the wrong month here. Never mind. Don't don't count on what I was saying. I got my wrong. I got to get my months together here. Oh, now Caleb's giving me the, they have February 19th off. So yeah, we have we have. So a you got you got a chance of one, two, three. Uh, no, elementary schools are off the 16th. You got a chance of three weeks if you're talking to elementary kids of getting a five day weekend so right. after this week. So we'll see how the snow. Although Chief I one. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of cold weather, now the uh, Miami Dolphins get to go to some very <laughs> cold weather in Kansas City because they couldn't win that game last night. And it's. I looked at the forecast in Kansas City for Saturday, that game, high of like 12. And windy. Uh, or no, high of like three, I think, Yeah, uh, actually. I, Thank goodness we got those transfer commitments for football over the weekend, and yes. they're not visiting this next weekend. Good call. <laughs> All right, 627, we'll take a break. Sports is next on KLIN. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A look at news from both inside and outside of Lincoln. And conversation on how that news affects us here. It's time for the Sound Off on LNK Today. Now, I just want to uh, advise everyone or ask everyone, I guess would be a better, better way to say it. I would like to ask everyone... Throughout the show this morning, and then this will probably be even a, a bigger deal on tomorrow's show, uh, you are always our eyes and ears out there when we've got weather things happening in and around the capital city. And so 
You guys always give us the best idea of what it's really like in real time in the moment that we're talking about it because obviously we're in here behind the behind the four walls of our studios at 44th and O, and you guys are all actually out there on the roads, outside, walking your dog, those sorts of things. So uh, would love to have you guys help keep us uh, completely up to date in terms of especially what those what those road situations like uh, are are like. Uh, if it's starting to slick up, if we're starting to see some accumulation, if we're actually starting to see some snow, those sorts of things. So throughout the day today, tomorrow, and frankly, I don't know, I just get a feeling that this is going to be one of those rest of the winters, the rest of the way here mm-hmm. in terms of weather. I, um, to, to Those who love winter and are, are bemoaning the fact that we, it feels like we haven't had quote-unquote real winter for a long time or we don't get quote-unquote real winter around here anymore it's potentially winter, coming winter used to be i think i think this year january to february are going to be as real as real gets with real winter <laughs> much to my chagrin but i know there are probably also people who are who are happy about that and have some sort of i guess nostalgic bent that goes along with week after week after week after week where you're not getting above freezing and the snow doesn't melt and that turns itself into just a cycle of coldness and the snow not going away. It's going to be one of the, I got, I guess the good news, if you don't like it is it started unlike 2009, it started a month later than it usually does. Here's the thing. I really like when it's not just that bitter wind and it's not awful cold because when I go to like tomorrow night, Nebraska men's basketball hosts number one, Purdue, that bridge from the festival lot is it's been okay, but boy, can that thing smack you in the face when the wind is cold? Yeah, <laughs> anybody who has got that. Well, I had when I was in high school, and and my son did as well. When we went to Lincoln East, we had that walk from that Seacrest parking lot where the uh, where the football stadium is, Caleb. That's where all the students uh-huh. park. That direct north uphill walk at early hours of the morning. Almost always in the winter, straight into the teeth of the winter wind. Uh, after your hair's still wet from your shower, uh, that was that was always something. That, well, here's one that for, for your for your college freshman son to now have to deal with. Okay, get across campus. Right, you're you're, you're in the cold. That, I, I, that's another one. Yep. I've got those memories of going across campus and mapping things out between buildings. Going okay. For me, down in Edwardsville, not here in Lincoln, but going, okay, we're going to dip into the engineering building. That'll get us a little bit further. Now we're going to go through this other building, this other building, and so we don't have to walk straight across the quad and be cold, right. even though that would be the straightest uh, path to get to our classes. It's, it's just the, the way that it's setting. And, of course, you know, I don't know for sure what's going to happen a month from now by any means, but the, judging from what trained meteorologists, not me, are saying we're we're saying I think we're we're going to go over freezing maybe on Wednesday. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Wednesday will be over freezing. That's a high of thirty five, and then, I mean, there's a shot you're done in January with seeing temperatures over yeah, freezing. It's right. Maybe it'll be right there. maybe it'll just be two weeks. Maybe it'll be the rest of January. Heck, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Maybe it'll go well into February as as well. You look at some of these. Uh, monthly forecast. Jeez, I've got. Oh my gosh! Don't look at the AccuWeather one. <laughs> that's got. That's got. February, fifteen would be the day that it gets back over freezing. 
Hey, so. just in time for us to kick off spring. Just remember, to kick off spring with the, yeah, that'll be not what we expected, but eventually you'll be acclimated, and all of a sudden you're like, I have 39 cargo shorts. <laughs> okay, we'll get more into the weather here, and and uh, at 7:10 we'll go back and and kind of give you the very latest again on what the overnight forecasts were saying, uh, what we're starting to see out there, what that's all going to mean for your for your day to day, your transportation today. Um, and what, and and frankly, what tomorrow may have in store as well with all of that. So we'll get into that here in just a second. But for right now, uh, I want to jump into our sound off because we do have a little bit that we need to get to there. Somewhat of a of a busy week, and and one thing I want to hit in particular. But uh, let's start now, Caleb. We're uh, two weeks and one day, right? Two weeks and one day. Uh, or is it one week in one day? My goodness, I can't. Uh, from the Iowa caucuses, and they are coming up on January fifteenth. So that would be one week and one one day. week, one week and one week and one day. It's it's about here. And uh, candidates, of course, crisscrossing the state. All the candidates are uh, there. The Republican candidates, at least all over Iowa right now, and getting those final pitches in, in the next few days. Governor Ron DeSantis shot down rumors that he is going to drop out of the race if he can't beat Donald Trump on caucus night, if he were to come in first place. That's something that Donald Trump himself mentioned at his rally. Governor DeSantis said he would defund the U.N. if he's elected. He called for more drilling, drilling, drilling on day number one, called for securing the border, took questions from his supporters and then took some questions from me afterwards when I asked him directly, is there any truth to these rumors that you are going to drop out if you can't beat Trump on caucus night? He shot that down. All right. There you go. Another another note on this as well is that Nikki Haley said that she would, quote, maybe consider Governor Ron DeSantis as her running mate, saying, if he wants to join forces with me, I welcome that in a joint interview with NBC News and the Des Moines Register on Friday. Now, they've been, of course, trading barbs back and forth, both trying to be number two mm-hmm. in this in this whole thing. Uh, but she said, I'm going to defeat Donald Trump on my own. That's the goal that we have. If he wants to join forces with me, I welcome that. But right now, we've got a race that we feel good about. We've got a surge. We've got momentum. That would be interesting if they sort of, if, if DeSantis dropped out at some point, if things didn't look good in Iowa and New Hampshire, and then right away threw his support behind Nikki Haley, and they mm-hmm. became kind of a a team situation here going forward, trying to trying to be. I mean, I, I don't think that would even be would enough. Be, I don't. I can't <laughs> imagine it would be a, enough whatsoever. But um, yeah, and then and then by the way, if if it doesn't sound like the feeling is necessarily mutual, when DeSantis was asked in an interview with NBC News and the Des Moines Register on Thursday if he would consider joining forces with Haley, he answered. For what? He also called Haley a phony and a darling of the never Trumpers as well. So interesting. Well, there's that. Interesting. Uh all right. Other things that are going on. Hey, it looks like uh maybe we're gonna be uh stopping the talk of getting too close to another t- uh, government shutdown situation, perhaps mm. a deal in Congress to avoid that. Lawmakers say they've agreed to a one point six trillion dollar spending deal aimed at avoiding a partial government shutdown later this month. 
President Biden issued a statement saying the deal reflects funding levels he negotiated with both parties and it rejects deep cuts to programs hardworking families count on. House Speaker Mike Johnson said the deal will mean $16 billion in spending cuts overall. This agreement is separate from the negotiations that are still taking place about additional funding for Israel and Ukraine while also curbing the migration surge at the U.S. southern border. In Washington, Jill Nato, Fox News. All right, so that this uh, this was announced recently, um, and this includes one point five nine trillion dollars for fiscal year twenty twenty four, eight hundred eighty six billion for defense spending, seven hundred four for non defense, seven hundred four million in non defense spending, also a sixty nine billion side deal in adjustments that will go toward non defense and domestic spending here at this point so it would redu- i mean i guess it reduces the chances of a shutdown but they're still going to have some funding deadlines with hurdles january 19 and february 2 so that the one of those has to deal with the some of the demands that are out there to impose stringent immigration and border security demands on that so that could be something that that makes an issue as well uh, here that that could stop this thing, and and be, bring back some of the talks of a government shutdown. But hmm. this hurdle cleared right now. Other things going on. How about this video of the plane that had the window basically? Yeah, this blow was funky. Out, blow out of this thing. Yeah, I have I have so many questions about this. But now the stories last night were all of the things from the plane that people were finding in their yards. Mm-hmm. A variety of things, including the plug that might have been the key to this whole thing. Federal regulators say a door plug that blew out of a Boeing 737 MAX 9 aircraft has been found in a teacher's backyard. I'm excited to announce that we found the door plug. Thank you, Bob. Bob, I will not give you Bob's last name, uh, but Bob contacted us at witness at ntsb.gov. National Transportation Safety Board Chairwoman Jennifer Hammondy. Nobody was injured in that blowout. The incident forced an emergency landing and the grounding of Boeing 737 MAX planes. Sue Guzman, Fox News. Not only, not only were the, uh, was the plug found, NTSB announced that two cell phones were found. Yeah, I saw the stuff with the cell phones. of the community. One cell phone was found in a backyard. One was found by a road. Listen to this. One of the devices that was an iPhone appeared to be intact and was still in airplane no- mode. It all o- also opened to a page displaying baggage claim mm-hmm. information for Alaska Airlines Flight 1282, according to a post by... A guy named Sean Bates who said he found the phone while walking outside. Time out for one question. Who doesn't have some kind of a code or face ID on their phone to open it up and get to what it's open on? Does anyone not have... Can you even do that? I didn't know you could do that. What? what, You don't know what? That that, that you can't just have the security on it. Right. Like every phone. You can't... Like if my phone... If I'd leave my phone here, you couldn't get into it. Or... Is it now? This would be interesting if they had left it to where it never goes to sleep or never turns off. So it's just it's always on, and they already had it opened at the time that it fell out. Yeah, I guess. But also to survive that fall. 
Well, yeah, that's the other st- that's the other <laughs> right. story in here. What kind of case did they have? I've dropped my iPhone 18 inches and it's shattered with a case on. What what exactly? I guess it it fell on ground that wasn't like concrete. It was just hard ground, so it hey, wasn't even still. But still, the impact that that thing would have for falling Apple, that far. There's your marketing. Yeah, if they're not if they're not making a commercial out of that, I don't I don't know what. Now here's here's the other thing I wonder about. Obviously, they're looking into. We're gonna have another clip on this here in just a little bit. But I was always under, like, what happens when that that actually comes off right the windows open like does it not start suctioning people out of there is it not like just wildly uncomfortably cold mm-hmm. in the air? i thought you were talking about crazy cold temperatures now i'm not sure what where what sixteen thousand feet at that point is a, is about what it was but like i don't know i have so many questions about what was re- there there is one video i've only seen one video that's out there that is actually the people in the cabin and they all have their masks on mm-hmm. And there's just there's still people in the seat next to it. It looked like. Did you see the video? No, I didn't. Oh see Oh my the video. gosh! Yeah, there's there's video that's that's out there. I mean, it had 171 passengers. It was going from Portland, uh, Oregon to Ontario, California, and this this door plug blows off. They end up finding it, which is just crazy, crazy. So, because isn't everything that you see? I, I, I granted this is in movies or TV. But as soon as there's the cabin pressure trying to just escape, yeah, it's like it just rips everyone out. Right. That's. I thought that's. I just thought that that was science exactly. <laughs> I thought that now there were passengers, I guess, who were who were actually injured on this whole thing. It was only seven minutes after takeoff. The rapid loss of cabin pressure pulled the clothes off a child. What? And caused oxygen mass to drop from the ceiling. At that point, pilots made a safe emergency lander, 177 passengers, six crew members on on this. So it sucked the clothes off a child? My goodness. Yeah. The fallen part of the aircraft is called the plug door, which is a specific panel of the fuselage near the, near the rear of the aircraft. It's not an operational exit door. Okay. Alaska plugs the door because 737 MAX 9 jets don't have enough seats to trigger the requirement for another emergency exit. So. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. And, and not surprisingly, uh, they're not going to put those planes up in the up in the air for no a while. the rest of them yeah. are grounded yeah the company warns more cancellations are likely this week after a panel blew out on an outbound flight from portland friday right after that happened alaska airlines grounded all its boeing 737 max 9 jetliners so they could be inspected 18 of the airline's 65 impacted jets were put back in service only to be grounded again after the FAA said additional work might be needed. No one was hurt in Friday's incident, but the gaping hole in the plane left some passengers terrified. Several say they had their cell phones ripped right out of their hands when the plane lost pressure. Jill Nato, Fox News. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah, there were people still just sitting in that row. Kid's shirt just rips off and goes out the way. Has anybody found the kid's shirt? You might want that back. You might want that back. All right. Um, 
So let's see. Let's let's do this one last. They're getting the old consumer electronics show going again this week. All the gadgets, gadgets, and gizmos and devices that are uh, going to be in our future and now. I'm sure AI-centered very much. It's uh, crazy to see some of these things that they're talking about. The Consumer Electronics Show, or CES, takes place this week in Las Vegas. It's when the world's leading technology companies who make the things people use, either in everyday life or in specialized fields, bring out their latest and greatest for the public to try out and be marveled by. It's also a place for minds to meet on tech policy, where innovators and lawmakers get to speak. This year's events will heavily involve discussions on artificial intelligence, its quick adoption and development. CES is expecting 130,000 people to attend. Eben Brown, Fox News. All right, there you go. And a big night for Oppenheimer at the Golden Globes last yes, night. Yes, and some very awkward oh, Barbie yeah. and Taylor Swift jokes. Yeah, we, maybe we'll get to that a little bit later in the uh, in the show. 6.52, January 8th, the snow, it's a coming. We'll tell you more about that coming up. 33 degrees in the capital city. Tom's Talk is next on KLIN. It's time for Tom's Talk on 1499.3 KLIN. It's going to be a very busy 2024 for the Lancaster County Election Commissioner's Office. Voters will be casting ballots in the primary election on May 14th and the big general election on November 5th. This week, I talked with Election Commissioner Todd Wilchin about the preparations that are taking place for both elections. He calls this the calm before the storm as they begin ramping up their efforts to make sure each election run smoothly. In Lancaster County, we hold elections every year. We have the even-numbered years with the county-wide, statewide uh, presidential elections, but then on the odd years, we also have the city elections. So we're always administering elections, so we're always recruiting board workers for elections. Wilton tells me they need residents of Lancaster County to think about serving as an election day board worker. In the county, we have 198 precincts, so we, we roughly need about 1,100 board workers. We have several hundred workers who are already willing to work on election day, but we never have enough. Wilton tells me the time and effort poll workers give is well worth it. One of the most important roles that we have in society is the ability to vote. And so without poll workers, it would be very difficult to have safe and secure elections. Wilton says bringing in new workers every election cycle is critical. It allows his office to replace those workers who are retiring or leaving for other reasons. People's schedules sometimes change for any reason. They're not able to work. Or we also have a lot of our existing board workers are getting older. They've decided that they wanted to retire from election work, and so we're having to backfill those positions as well. And Wilton says signing up to be a poll worker is very quick and easy. We now have our application on our website, www.lancaster.ne.gov backward slash election, and they can fill out that application online, and they can also submit it online. And then if they're selected, we do offer online training. In order to be a poll worker, residents must be a registered voter and be able to work on Election Day from 7 a.m. until shortly after polls close. 
at 8 p.m. These positions are paid. They are paid for the hours they work on Election Day, which is 13 hours of work. But they will also receive a stipend for the online training that they participate in. Physical requirements for the job include good eyesight, good hearing, and the ability to sit for an extended period. He tells me anyone who signs up to be a poll worker will be granted time off from their normal job. Election board workers have the same civil leave protections as those individuals who serve on jury duty. Um, employers must allow an employee the time off to serve as an election board worker, and they need to do so without threat of or loss of personal or holiday pay, sick leave, overtime pay, or any other form of penalty for absence when they're serving as an election board worker. If you are interested in becoming an Election Day board worker, Wilchin encourages you to sign up soon. Since we have online training now, there really is not a deadline, but the sooner that they apply, the sooner that we can get them in the system and get them set up. If we do need their assistance on Election Day, the earlier that they apply, the better. Wilchin says if you are looking for a way to give back to the community, they will be happy to have you sign up. It's really important, I think, to encourage civic-minded voters that there is an opportunity to serve their community in this way step up and be a poll worker we end on this note from the nebraska secretary of state's office the candidate filing process is now underway individuals looking to run for office in nebraska can find more information on filing deadlines and resources on the secretary of state's website and nebraska's new voter id law will take effect for the may 14th statewide primary it requires voters to show an id in order to cast a ballot Valid forms of an ID include a Nebraska driver's license or state ID, passport, military or tribal ID, hospital, assisted living or nursing home record, a Nebraska college or university ID, and an ID from a city, county, school district or another political subdivision. Hear Tom's Talk Saturdays at noon and Mondays at 6.55 or listen to the podcast anytime at KLIN.com. Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is Alan K Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, greetings. Welcome back. 709 January 8th, 2024, 33 degrees. Welcome to LNK Today with Jack and Friends. Well, the snow snow hasn't quite started falling yet, at least over, I think, most of our link uh, listening area, Lincoln and beyond. That said, we know it's coming. The question is when, how much, and what is it going to affect? We are going to have Brad Anderson joining us here from 1011, meteorologist, obviously very busy this morning, but we're just going to get the very latest from him as you wake up and get going and find out just what more we know after an evening of models running and doing some more work looking at the, this thing, which Brad Anderson has been doing throughout the early morning hours. So uh, let's talk to Brad right now, veteran meteorologist from 1011 News. Hey, good morning, Brad. Not much going on, is there? 
Not much going on yet. Uh, yeah, good morning. Uh, we have had some snow showers and a little bit of rain mixed in, but uh, we still think that the better chance for snow comes later this morning, especially as we head towards 8, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. I think it's primarily snow, and we could see the heavy snow uh, later this morning, continuing off and on this afternoon and tonight. Uh, at least initially, the wind will be out of the east at about 10 to 15, not too bad, but of course the wind's going to increase as we head into the overnight hours and into Tuesday. So a winter storm warning for Lincoln goes until noon on Tuesday, and I think Lincoln sees anywhere between 5 and 10 inches of snowfall by Tuesday morning, maybe some locally heavier amounts around the area, but right now I think uh, looking at 5 to 10 inches of snow, probably going to be a heavy, wet snow, so of course be careful shoveling it uh, as we head into this afternoon. As I mentioned, the wind won't be too bad, but into the overnight hours into Tuesday, that wind out of the north is going to pick up at about 20 to 30 with gusts of 40 to 45. So later tonight, tomorrow, we're going to see a lot of blowing and drifting snowfall. Yeah. Uh, no blizzard warning for Lincoln at this point, but places like Grand Island, Hastings, Carney under a blizzard warning. But again, right now, just a winter storm warning until uh, noon tomorrow. So it sounds like not a lot changed from kind of the last things we were hearing last night. What are kind of the variables if Nebraska, or excuse me, if Lincoln will end up kind of on the low end of that 5 to 10 versus the high end of that 5 to 10? Well, again, you know, our temperature is about 34 degrees, so it does kind of depend on if we see the snow kind of mixing with rain uh, for the next uh, several hours or at least a little bit longer than that. Uh, we could see lower amounts uh, and maybe a little bit of drier air moves in from the uh, south as well. It doesn't look like that's going to happen, but it's always a possibility. Uh, so, again, I mean, I think a, a pretty decent chance we'll see five inches, but uh, a lot of the forecast models we've been looking at still show Lincoln at least around seven, eight, nine inches of snowfall again by Tuesday. Morning. And then I know you said when the warning is scheduled and when is the snowfall itself likely to taper off? And, and I'm sure people are already thinking ahead. I, I know the wind is going to be a factor Tuesday, which you mentioned as well. Uh, just what is what is Tuesday going to look like uh, in terms of the combination of the snow and the wind? Yeah, well, at this point, the snow continues overnight. I think tomorrow morning at this time, we certainly could see a few lingering snow showers or flurries. But I think by this time tomorrow, uh, we're talking about the at least as far as the accumulating snowfall should be over with. But again, as you mentioned, we're talking about that north-northwest wind gusting to 40 to 45. So cloudy skies. Not only are we talking about the windy conditions, it's going to be colder. It's relatively mild right now, but I think tomorrow morning at this time, we're talking about wind chill values below zero, something yeah. we haven't really had to face so far this winter. So tomorrow morning, maybe not as much accumulating snowfall left, but a lot of blowing and drifting snow and a bitter cold wind chill value. And last thing, I know you got to go. Uh, and I appreciate your time here this morning. Looks like after we get maybe above freezing Wednesday, and then we got a while before we see over freezing temps again here in the uh, capital city. Yeah, that's right. I think Wednesday, the nice day of the week with high temperature <laughs> in the mid 30s, uh, and then we're talking about much colder conditions. Our first real, real shot of cold Arctic air were highs in the single digits for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There are some more snow chances for Thursday and Friday. Right now, it doesn't look like significant snow. Okay. But it will be very cold again as we head into the upcoming weekend. Brad, I know you're super busy this morning. I just wanted to get it straight from the expert here with uh, with a lot of people wondering what the newest information is. So I appreciate that. I'll let you get back to the TV stuff. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. You bet. No problem. Anytime. All right. There you go. Brad Anderson. Of course, uh, 1011 News and uh, veteran meteorologist. Brad's been there since, I believe, 1995.
He's been at at ten eleven. So yeah, he's a he's a long timer, long time. Now of course Shimmick is, was there for forty seven years when he got there in nineteen ninety five. So that you know he didn't get seniority for that, but <laughs> but nonetheless, yeah, uh, ninety five. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, imagine imagine being a meteorologist that's been at your TV station since 1995 and you're still not even close to having seniority in that building. <laughs> Must be fantastic. Coming uh, up so, on 30 years. So there you go, Caleb. Uh, sounds like uh, continuing to to just echo sort of really what we were hearing last night. Mm-hmm. Five ten inches, wet stuff first, especially. It'll be a little bit more light and fluffy as the day goes on. Yeah. And then, I mean, Caleb, I just... Tomorrow is is just going to be if you get if you get the the sort of the wet stuff at the bottom and the foundation here with this a few inches of that and then you got the fluffy stuff on top of that and you are going to have those winds gusting at 40 miles an hour whipping mm-hmm. into those here during the course of the day tomorrow as well I think I mean it's just uh it's going to be it's going to be not super pleasant tomorrow with uh with all of those things combined and and of course keeping up with the to the extent that you're plowing it and moving it it's not going to stay where it is yeah. if you've got yeah, those kind it, of winds it, as well it's harder I, I know you've got the the snow blower all ready to go I do. but it's a little it's a little bit harder when it's wet and heavy like that yep yep yeah, I, I know Desiree texted us in, and you can text us updates wherever you guys are seeing stuff. 402-479-1400. Says it's snowing in Seward. Okay. That's what I thought the radar looked like. I said wet, maybe in parts of western Lincoln mm-hmm. that you're seeing some snow. But Seward, that would make sense with what we're hearing on the radar. And I'm going to pull up here, Caleb, one more, one more latest uh, radar run just to kind of see what we can glean from that in terms of where we are seeing precipitation and uh, yeah, okay, things are, it, it, it looks now like Lincoln is going to be seeing, based on this, uh, it looks like Lincoln is going to be, if they're not already, going to be seeing some snow here pretty soon. So let me know if you're seeing snow in Lincoln. There's a lot yeah. of blue on that map now. Yeah, it, I mean, it It looked all like it was all west, but in that line from snow to rain, guys, it looks like, I mean, it's right on the Kansas border, Yep, basically. <laughs> It is right on the Kansas border, and you can see that dry area that they were talking about too, which it's getting the kind of the southeast corner of of the state right now. There's kind of a mm-hmm. a dry pocket at least for right at the moment that is in there right now. But I mean, straight south of of Lincoln all the way down to I mean, my goodness sakes, all the way down to the Mexico border, you've got precip that's that's moving northward here the, with this. But again, I think this radar is setting setting up for this thing to start sooner than later is mm-hmm. what it looks like to me just with that last pass at it what do you have for us mark vale well just a word of caution i've been listening to the scanner for the past hour or so and there have been several falls reported that they've had to dispatch oh. lfr so you know where there's some snow patches or maybe shady areas where the ground did not get warmed over the last few days okay just and if it's untreated, just be a little careful out there. Yeah. All right. Good. Good to know. Um, and and would love to hear too again from you. Those of you who are driving outside, where you might be, uh, what you're seeing in terms of if you've got snow or if you're starting to see some more significantly slick areas instead of wet areas. We still have temperature reading right now uh, in Midtown Lincoln of 32 degrees, and so again, it's it's just that variable. Number one, in terms of what kind of slickness you've got, whether you've got wetness right. or whether you've got slickness. And again, those arterial roads, 
hopefully those arterial roads have been significantly treated at that point and they're not going to ice a whole lot ideally that's the situation now these residential roads driveways those sorts of things uh are going to be the ones that you're going to more likely see this the slickness on but then again uh that'll be that'll be significant in terms of the accumulation that happens as well but i think we're going to see snow falling here soon in midtown lincoln if we're not already i don't think we are yet brad and ashland says it's starting to snow there in ashland yeah okay that's interesting okay uh let me let me pull uh that up yeah i'm gonna get yeah we're gonna and and if it is starting now if here's the thing guys if if we are starting to see snow in the area right now at 718, there were some reports that were saying sort of the, the if we're going to get the lower numbers on this thing, that would be with snow starting more like 9 a.m., yeah. 10 a.m. And so I think this is one of the it's a there's a lot of factors, but I think th- this right now starting to see the snow as we are in the area, mm-hmm. whether it's here specifically in Midtown Lincoln or not. But some of the other areas, Seward, Ashland, other people that are letting us know that they're seeing some snow. That's one factor so far that mitigates towards the high end of this instead of the low end of this. But there will be other factors that figure in as well. But, I mean, in the end, guys, I mean, you'll have to answer this for yourself. Does it matter is if it's if it's seven or ten inches? Is that is one significantly other than the other? Other than, I mean, you're spending a little bit more time outside clearing the whole thing. I guess, I, I guess it's going to take longer to clear out at the end. Uh, if you're wondering... If you're doing the whole, hey, why are we talking about a snow so much? Well, I don't know why this person has like an Italian New Yorker accent exactly. But <laughs> Did you just like, watch Super Mario Brothers movie? It's, it's winter in Nebraska. Come on. It's winter in Nebraska. Of course this is happening. If Nebraska got over 10 inches, if Lincoln, Nebraska got over 10 inches of snow, guys, if we got over 10 inches of snow today, um, if that happened during, you know, 12.01, 12 a.m. to 11.59 p.m., if it got over that, it would be one of the top eight single-day snowstorms in the city's history. Mm-hmm. It would be uh, one, two, three. It would be the fourth largest single-day snowstorm in my lifetime uh-huh. in the city of Lincoln. So it's not like it's not super precedented i would say in terms of the attention that you're giving something like this and we got some pretty significant snowfall back in january 2021 uh, that's the number two all-time yeah. single day 14 and a yeah, half 14. inches. okay i couldn't remember the exact 14 and a half inches january 25th 2021 yeah yeah i yes i had i heard you guys talking about that earlier that was still kind of a, when the pandemic was firing back up too mm-hmm. you remember that um yeah that was yeah that one was crazy I I know, but it's three years ago, and we have to stretch to even remember what we were doing and <laughs> and when that actually happened. Yes, the ones that are ahead of, ahead of it. If you're wondering, by the way, top single day snowfall, February eleventh, nineteen sixty five. I do not remember this one. Uh, Nineteen inches. That is the number one overall record. February eleventh, nineteen sixty five. Number two is that one from twenty twenty one. That was fourteen and a half. Number three is the much fabled. October 26, 1997 snowstorm, mm-hmm. which is one that everyone who was around remembers very much because it was so crazy because it was before Halloween. So that's number three. Number four was in 1945. Number five was in 1908. That was a foot. Number six was January 3, 1971, which would have come right after a very significant Nebraska football game, I believe, after that happened. Number seven 
was January 21st, 1915. Number eight was February 4th, 2012. I remember this one very well, too, because it took out a major tree in our backyard that year <laughs> on February 4th, 2012. We lost a we lost a tree that it completely came down. That was another one of those very wet snows. I was going to say, was it because of the weight of the snow or wind? It was No, it was the weight of the snow. It was uh, an 11, that was 11 inches. Mm-hmm. So that would be wet, you know, that would be kind of up. But that was a big, man, that was a big one that day. And I, it started kind of in the morning like this. Maybe it was a little bit similar to this whole thing. Uh, and then you had 10 inches on March 8th of 1998. I remember that one too. I was back on... Uh, back in uh, spring break for college during that one, and we kind of bunkered in, and I ended up watching like conference basketball tournaments while, yeah! while that one was going on. Back in, when those in held a little bit more significance. Yeah. Yes, Colin so. just uh, called me, one of our listeners, and said it is snowing in the downtown area. Okay, now. is it? All right. Uh, you've also got Kelly says it's snowing in the Knolls. Southern Snow, that. which works really well today, says just came from Soresco. Snowing pretty good out that way till okay. about five miles Guys, before Lincoln on 77. If it's snowing all those places. It's here. I mean, if it's snowing all these places, it did it beat the 9 a.m. sort of, hey, if it starts later. Now, here's the question that I have for everybody, too. Is it sticking? That, and, and, and when is it sticking? Yeah, I don't think it's going to stick for a while because the ground is probably still too warm. It's going to just be a little bit slick right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so interested what you see. If you start to see accumulation in those areas, keep us posted. But my my gut non-meteorologist, but somebody who has been listening to, talking, reading meteorologists seemingly nonstop for the last 24 hours is that if you've already got snow falling right now, widespread in the area, again, that's going to mitigate toward the the uh, mitigate probably isn't right the word that's going to that's going to trend mean we're trending toward the the higher numbers in right. the snowfall total. When Brad's saying 5 to 10, if it's snowing now, I think you're probably looking more at the 10. But again, how much does that just wet snow compact so much that you're just going to get tons of moisture? And this is the other thing I'd say about this too. There's different philosophies, and I know everybody doesn't have the ability to to take multiple shots at it, but Caleb, with as heavy as this snow is going to be in terms of just the density and the wetness of it at the beginning of this thing, if you're able to take multiple passes at it, if you're clearing, that might be a good idea here with this one. I'm usually a sort of a... I, I kind of am a wait to the end guy sometimes, but I don't think I will be here. Although I got the snowblower working, so it'll probably be all right. But especially if you're if you're hand shoveling it, mm-hmm. definitely one that you want to might want to go out at uh, you know noon or one o'clock during a lunch hour if you can. I know not everybody has that ability to do that. And if you and, got the kids home from school, pass. or yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> if you got kids old enough from school. It's not. It's not like it's that cold or unpleasant out, right? Mm-hmm. You can go out there and you can put a coat on and some gloves and a hat. You'll be fine out there scooping that. Because thing, it, it so. does the the six inches of wet, heavy snow would f- feels worse when you're trying to clear compared to if it was ten inches and it was all yes. light fluffy. Where you can just boop, throw yep, it up and just throw well, it up that's all gone. Air. Yeah, so that'll be something to consider, too, as you're you're thinking about. Yeah, a lot more texts coming in about snow all over the place, 40th and Castle Parkway. Uh, Matt Berg said, uh, went into the gas station at 14th and Pine Lake. There was no snow, came out of the gas station, and now it's snowing. <laughs> all right, all right. 
Uh, that's what that radar looked like. It looked like it was coming. I don't know, Caleb. Is this the big one? We'll see. We will see. But again, in the end, seven inches, ten inches, does it matter? <laughs> right? I mean, at some point you hit a threshold yeah. where you're like, I mean, there's a part of it where you're like, well, you know, maybe we should just get the get the record. Maybe we should just get a top five snow anyway if we're going to get this much. We'll see if that yeah, happens. Yeah, if it's going to happen, just happen. Give it, a, give it all. I think that's what I said in 2021 also. All right. But the difference in the, is then is I bet about a week after that it was 45 degrees. <laughs> that's the difference. Uh, it's 726. All right. We'll take a break. It's LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Chris Ofgren. It's time to count them down. The five things you'll be talking about today. This is the Morning Drive, presented by Stonebridge Insurance and Wealth Management on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, it is time to count them down. And because the weather is so impactful here today, it's going to occupy a little bit of the beginning of what we're doing to count things down. So let's start out with number five. Let's start. We've got Chris Lofgren in here to give us the very latest from a traffic perspective on what he is hearing out there in and around Lincoln. Chris, what are you hearing? Good morning. We hear nothing right now so far. It, we have wet driving conditions, and people need to keep in mind that wet driving conditions can be slick as well. But as the temperatures drop, then those are going to turn more slick and more icy and some of that kind of stuff. Then you throw some snow on top of it. Now we're starting to talk the the winter mix, and things are going to go downhill from there, probably. Yep. Okay. And we yeah. do have flurries now at uh, Midtown Lincoln. Do we? All right. Okay. Good. Thank you for looking out the window for us. <laughs> no, I actually went, I can't. I went outside. Did you? That's good, because I can't, I can't see myself, and so uh, I need somebody to drive by, our, drive by our studio and text us whether or not it's snowing, but we, we do have... We do have flurries, and we're going to talk a little bit more about the forecast here. But, Chris, we've been looking at some of the cameras, the traffic cameras from around the city of Lincoln, and especially to the west towards towards Seward, towards Goner, towards York. Yep. And you're already seeing some of that interstate being snow-covered that yep. direction. Yeah, York is probably seeing more. And then as you progress west, Grand Island also has some pretty good snow going already. And then even west of that. And north, because this is coming down from the north, swinging around, going to go down through Kansas and then move eastern, eastward. Um, so it's it's just one of those kind of things. Timing is going to be the biggest factor for everybody, um, but it's coming. Yeah. We're going to get it. And 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 Chris, I guess the other thing from a traffic perspective, you talk about it's you know manageable. Hopefully this morning for everybody, but this afternoon this evening is probably going the the commute home from work is, that's that's is probably going to be an interesting situation really good question and i know a lot of people can be tempted because well it's not so bad right now but i gotta run to omaha or i gotta run to there and the next thing you know when you're trying to come home it's a whole different ball game yeah. so if if whatever commute or errand yeah or something well can hold off for a couple of days, I would probably Mark, recommend that. Mark, at the rate of snow that you were reporting from the National Weather Service was was telling you, by 6 o'clock, you could have, I mean, we could be talking 6, 7 inches of snow on the or, ground, right? Or, or more. Yeah. And, and about an hour ago, the National Weather Service released an updated forecast due to this mixed precipitation that we've been experiencing. And they're now saying we're right in the bullseye for up to a tenth of an inch of ice oh, as this goes God. on. Mm. I, I posted that map just a few minutes ago at KLIN.com. Uh, Chris and you guys, 
you ought to go take a look at it because there's a big circle oh boy. that is showing up to a tenth of an inch of ice, and we're smack dab in the middle, as is Omaha. That's a little bit of a that's a change mark because I know it you is. did the NWS seminar yesterday, and they said no icing yes. at that time. Right. They were projecting no icing, and I even was saying, "Well, that's a that's a relief because it, that can be the worst when is, you got that first. If you look at the timestamp, this was at six thirty three that they uh, posted this, and they're just and I just tell you, a tenth of an inch of ice under this snow Jeez. is not what we want. Okay, no. if that yeah. Well, and, I'm going to just move us on to <laughs> number four because I was going to do five traffic and four weather. So yeah, uh, so so Mark, since Mark is getting into the forecast right now, uh, yeah, that. That adds another level of of sort of difficulty to this whole thing if that actually does happen. Yeah, snowfall rates uh, expected to have a full changeover mid morning, maybe a little. You know, they said around nine o'clock, but with flurries here now, it's already. I think it's ahead of schedule, Mark. I I wouldn't uh, disagree with you on that, but the the heavy rates, the bursts of snow this afternoon, we're saying between eleven and four, we could have one to two inches per hour in bursts. Now it's not going to be all that five hour period. Okay. But we could have uh, a couple of times where we're getting two inches an hour, and that's going to stack up really, well, that, really that's fast. That's what I'm talking about. By the afternoon drive, right. which, we should be talking five-plus inches at which, that point. Which I'd have to uh, defer to, to Chris on how the afternoon commute's going to uh, do that, because there's simply no way they can move that much heavy snow, uh, especially on side streets. That's the key, yeah. they they With that kind of a snow rate, snow plows can't move fast enough to keep it all cleared all the time so it's going to be uh uh back and forth kind of a situation and again and they, and that's that's going to be enough precipitation falling to to make the treatments that they put down kind of overwhelmed in some instances sure you know it's not going to be able to keep five inches of snow melting yeah guys check out if you've got on your phone whatever you use your radar loop if you if you can i've got mine up right now Again, one of the questions, as you alluded to, Mark, was how much does this just kind of stay rain? How much does it switch to snow? In my loop that I'm looking at right now, just in the last, I'm talking in the last 20 minutes almost, the rain has almost, there's almost no rain in Kansas now. It's almost gone. It went from Kansas being 100% rain to almost, I don't know, 10% rain uh, compared to snow at this point. So this thing has changed over. This is going to be less of a rain deal. For, I don't know if it's got to do with temperatures or what it's got to do with exactly, but it is changing over faster to snow than, you know, at least in, at least in the range of hours that it could turn to snow. It's going on the early end of it. That is going to trend towards higher higher snow totals. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think. The, the low pressure center was in northeastern New Mexico last night. It was expected to move up into southern Kansas. It has instead moved more to the east, which is bringing this colder temperatures in uh, a little quicker. Uh, had it you know, moved to the northeast, it would have probably had a little more of the rain, but it's going east, and so Kansas and us, yeah, we're going to be on the higher ends the way it looks. Yeah, see, I'm showing Chris the radar loop right now. Look at that rain. Just, it goes yeah. from green to pink and white, it, like it's boom, over, dropping the, last, all the, way over down. the last half hour, it's all the way into, into yep. really all the way almost into... Uh, Almost Getting Oklahoma. close to Oklahoma. Yeah, uh, in in some of these areas, not not too far. And I see some. The other thing I 
I see some lightning flashes up there now, too. Yep, Thunder yep. snow. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we had uh, Corey Mead was talking about that in the 730 News. Yeah. And they have upped the uh, chances here in Lincoln, the probability of eight or more inches to 72%. Oh, it was, it was really? About, wow. Yeah, that's on this 630 update in Nebraska yeah. City at 83%. I'm starting to think, guys, this isn't. This isn't going to be the one. There were about everybody. That was the first reaction, and I get it. When this thing started to be forecast, oh, it's going to be two inches. That's how it always happens. And I get it. I felt that way, too. I don't think – I think this is going to be the one that – the that that is going to be the big one. That's going to be a big and one. And just to, you know, kind of let the bottom drop out on it, they've even lowered the wind chills for the weekend oh, to as low as 34 below. Good. For the week. Oh, fun. <laughs> Should be nice if it is transitioning this winter, man, to colder, earlier snowing rather than rain. Hopefully, that's drying things out. I don't like a wet snow, trees. Yes, that's wires, all that kind of stuff. That's the other thing we were going. I was thinking back, Chris. I don't know if you remember this. Twenty twelve, February fourth of twenty twelve. I was going through some of the biggest snows, and uh, we were still working together then. That one took out a huge. That was a one of those wet snows, and it yep. was just a ton. It ended up being about eleven inches. Yeah, and it took trees out. Yep. Uh, a lot of trees, including one in my backyard. There you go. That's the one yep. that I always think of. That February fourth, twenty twelve one. There you go. So that, all right, and that also exacerbates any problems with uh, power lines that's especially it. in and around trees it's yeah. double whammy that's it you guys want to take me down to arizona either you go on here in the next couple of weeks that, phoenix is actually in a winter weather watch right now <laughs> whatever that means it's going to be 68 no no they're actually they've got a freeze uh warning out okay <laughs> in the higher elevations whatever whatever i'll still do it all right thank you chris i you appreciate betcha. it let's Absolutely. move on Number three. Seven Nebraska state senators agreed to have their clones of their voices made with artificial intelligence. And now they want to discuss how it could affect their constituents in the 2024 election. What? Big, a big article Whoa. in this morning's Nebraska Examiner. But wait, but why did... Okay, I, I, understand, I understand discussing with their constituents how AI could, could do this, but why did they... Why did they make their voice? Is this just to show off its capabilities or something like this? R- right. Senator John Kavanaugh plans to introduce legislation then to address certain AI disclosures, uh, mirroring a Michigan law that requires disclosure of AI if it's used in political so, advertisements. Uh, Senators Ballard, Hughes, Fredrickson, Waltz, uh, uh, Bozen, Brandt, and Conrad all got their voices cloned on this, and they were shocked by how accurate that they were that it sounded like them unbelievable i haven't unbelievably i haven't done this there's actually a feature on the newer iphones i don't know what iphones you guys have but the i think it's maybe 12 or 13 and above where you can do it on your phone if you you google how to do it and and apple for whatever reason you would want to do that i don't know the the crazy thing at least for the three of us is guys if anyone would want to do it there is so much audio that exists out there in the world of our voices. They could, they would have so much input that I'm sure they could make it sound. The AI could make it sound perfect uh, based on just the. Yeah. That, it's how much input they've got that they, that they can make it sound better. The more that they've got, the more real it's going to sound. Yeah, um, but there isn't an AI that can be as sarcastic and cynical as I, I am. We'll see. I want to know if AI can just be in the middle of a conversation as. Jack Mitchell, and then go into a Bernie impression. 
That's when we know AI. If there's has... one voice that you'll never be able to capture, uh, you'll... <laughs> it's definitely this one. Why is this the... one of a kind? Why is the artificial intelligence just yelling about soup? <laughs> I think it's time for a bowl of soup now. Yeah, but you can't eat soup with mittens on. It's, tr- it's true. <laughs> He's tried. I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't prepared to do jokes in Bernie this morning. There's too much snow. So. This is an interesting article. Uh, wait, well, yeah, I, wonder kind of legi- I wonder what kind of uh, legislation they're going to be they're going to be talking about. Like, what are they? What are we actually well, going to do here? I, I think what about they're, this? they're looking to do is after the Michigan law. From what I could tell, uh, if any AI is used in political advertisement or political uh, realm, it has to be disclosed. Oh, so basically concerning that people basically worrying that. People are going to do like fake videos. All the deep fakes. Yeah. yeah, there's. I mean, I don't know how to make this sound super dystopian, but there's going to be fake fake videos of politicians oh. doing saying terrible things all over the place. Yeah. Before the end of this year. This year. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I don't. I, I don't know what else to tell. Like every video see, you see might be fake. And and you know when you stop to but it, cloning your voice is something. But if they ever get to the point where they can clone people, I, I just that's <laughs> you know. Just think about it. If if you were cloned, that'd be people too. Yeah, but could you could you clone someone to have their alarm go off and then okay, be here? we are out of time on this one, <laughs> so let's move on. Number two, NFL playoff set. Yesterday's action saw the Packers and Buccaneers squeezing in ahead of the, in ahead of the Seahawks, Vikings, Saints, and Falcons, and the Texans and Steelers getting in over the Jags and uh, Colts. So Saturday. Cleveland at Houston, Miami at Kansas City in the Deep Freeze Bowl. Yeah, and that Dolphins uh, Chiefs game exclusively on Peacock. Uh, if you had your Peacock <laughs> from your number, man, yeah, of course the Chiefs. Well, of course they're going to get the the Chiefs are the top TV draw right now um, because they've got the superstars and the Taylor factor, of course, factors in as well. So, of course, they're sending that game to Peacock. <laughs> So hopefully you still have your subscription from Nebraska, Maryland, if you got it, mm-hmm. or if you relied on radio. Sorry, Chiefs fans, you may have to shell out finally if you are resisting it. But uh, full schedule, yeah, you've got those two games Saturday. Your matchups on Sunday: Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Buffalo really got a much better matchup hosting instead of going to going to be freezing cold. Mark in Kansas City on Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, no though, kidding. I saw a story that uh, Tua Tungavailoa. Has not won a game where he started where it was under forty five degrees. Ever. Well, it's going to be forty degrees lower than forty five degrees. Uh, actual actual temperature and wind chills will be even lower. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh uh, Sunday, I should say, is Pittsburgh at Buffalo, Green Bay at Dallas. Ooh, okay, there we go. It's a helmet matchup, and then Sunday night is the uh, Rams at the Lions, with the two teams that basically flip flop quarterbacks a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. And then uh, there's a Monday night playoff game, too, and that is the Eagles at Tampa Bay, as the Eagles just kind of crapped away this season, it looks like. They basically. really did. They had some weirdly good wins. Here's something about all of, the, all of these guys going out, especially some of these that might have some snow or cold. You had retweeted this, but Ezekiel Elliott, NFL running back, said that when he was younger, he always wanted to play in a snow game, and now that he's done it, he said, it kind of sucks. <laughs> By the way, and is that- it? I want that to be a reminder to all of you who are cheering for 10 inches of snow today. Same thing applies there. Sounds fun in theory. In practice, kind of sucks.
And isn't the national championship game tonight? That's right. Yeah, yep. Michigan, Michigan Washington. Excited for that. Get get some hot chocolate going. Fire up the fire. Get the get the. I'll finish off scooped and the last of our chili leftovers from the go. weekend. Who do you guys have in the Super Bowl? Uh, let's see. Oh, I, I'm going to go. So the and and the Ravens and the 49ers are on by. They're the other teams mm-hmm. here. Um, man, I don't know. I have a hard time in the AFC. The Ravens obviously are the obvious are the are the clear one, but in the NFC, I feel like it's going to be the 49ers. Mm-hmm. I feel confident about the 49ers. But why don't you give me? Why don't you give? I think Chiefs will do it again. Give me the Chiefs and 49ers. Give me Bills 49ers. Bills 49ers. All right. Mark, you're going with the Chiefs, I know. Who, yeah. who are the Chiefs playing? It doesn't matter. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't matter. Just give him the 49ers, Love it. too, I guess. Love it. All right, moving on. Number one. This one really surprised me. Vermont became the most sought-after state for movers in 2023, according to United Van Lines' annual National Movers Study. It tracks data for migration pat, uh, patterns. More pe- people moved into the Green Mountain State than any other state in the country for the third year in a row. What, now, what is? why is that? I mean, it sounds like a nice place, I guess, but is there anything specific that's getting people to move there that we know I, of? I think it's one of their, their... I think it's their senior senator that draws them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> maybe. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Uh, that that That's fascinating. I mean, New England... Like, if you are moving some somewhere... New England always sounds nice. I don't really know why. It just uh-huh. sounds nice. I don't really know why I think that. Well, we I see. think of like nice autumns. That, I think of, are there farmers markets better? Yeah, it's, I, I mean, sure they are. I don't know that what it is, but proximity to the ocean yeah. and uh, you know, uh, good uh, Prox- good Prox- seafood. Proximity to other big cities, the mountains. maybe mountains yeah. you're at the north Good seafood north yeah. end of the the major cities of the east coast when we didn't we do this this a show on this a while ago like where would you move if it had to be out of nebraska i don't remember anyone saying vermont on that whole thing nobody did <laughs> nobody don't said remember vermont. anyone saying that <laughs> i was saying warm climates and i'm saying that even more today yeah i think so. we pinpointed like the perfect place that you want is That's actually right. somewhere we in oklahoma like yeah, no, it was, I thought it was California. Well, ca- California, but like you kept describing oh, a lot yeah. of different places, and we're just like, I don't know, Oklahoma. Yeah. Tulsa. All right. Texarkana. That, that sounds delightful. All right. <laughs> that is it for your morning drive. It's brought to you by Stonebridge Insurance and Wealth Management, 755 on KLIN. Chris Ofgren. You're listening to LMK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. All right. Thank you very much, Caleb. Uh, wow. But a fast two hours. I had to just get myself. I had to figure out what was going on, where I'm at right now. I know. Uh, we got Tim Ruza coming up. We got Mike Schaefer scheduled. We haven't even talked Nebraska football, adding to the roster with transfers. So Mike Schaefer yep. will get us uh, some of the latest on I'm that. I'm sure he can talk a little polar bear on the mat as well. Maybe as well. And uh, Tim Ruza, we got the legislature starting. So obviously we'll keep tabs on the weather as well through this last hour. This is flew by. It's 8 o'clock on KLI and Lincoln. Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. I start walking your way, you start walking mine. We meet in the middle, meet that old Georgia pine. We gain a lot of ground. Cause we both give a little 
You know, one thing that really makes me sure now that the pandemic is over is that Tim Haruza now in studio with us. <laughs> this is not my time. first time back this since the first pandemic. Time since the pandemic, as far as I can remember. <laughs> and the only person in the studio not wearing was, a hoodie and a ball cap. This hey man, was the I'm... day Tim felt safe enough to come in here. <laughs> Finally, the worst weather day uh, in, in, you know, in two years. So uh, you made it in studio with us. Thank you. It's great to see you. You it's all good. look exactly no, the same. Yeah, well, we're, uh, we're in a... <laughs> We're especially grubby today, uh, you know, because of the weather and because some of us slept too much. But nonetheless, nonetheless, we are here and we are telling people about let's let's get to what you're really here for. How was this? How are the streets on the way here? Huh? Well, let's just say that I I made it in good time. Okay. Um, the streets are very uh, empty of vehicles, yes. so uh, you cancel school and that happens pretty quickly. But they're not bad. I yeah. mean, it's wet and like really, really light, small snow, snow sleet stuff. Okay. Uh, but not even that. I mean, that's not even heavy. They're, they're wet, but some slick spots in the neighborhood streets. Like I always come up, come up 48th Street, and then I turn at I don't know what it is the before you get to O, and then I come up 44th. That like four yes, blocks yes. that I drove to come up to get to the broadcast house yes. uh, building here was, you could tell it was slick, right? There's some spots where the snow's sticking, yeah. um, like the outline of the tree shapes and stuff. Yeah, well, you don't have warm. to go very far west. Look at my traffic cam here in Goner on the way on the way to York. It's yeah. uh, it's, coming. it's coming. It's she's a coming. We're not getting rain. We're getting snow right That's now. Good. We need the snow. It's we, good. Maybe my lawn won't look as crappy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I have to take one thing out of basically now, I mean, Tim, let's be honest. If we're getting 10 inches of snow today and we're getting two weeks of below freezing temperatures and then maybe another snow next weekend, we ain't seeing the ground in Lincoln until February for yeah. the most part. Yeah. I mean, I, we're not. Uh, so I with hope this snowstorm and what's predicted, if if any of the, some of the models for next weekend, we could have some good snow cover, some snow packs. This grass better be getting nourished as crap because I got to get something out of this because I hate it. Otherwise. Time to stop picking up the dog poop. Not going to oh, see it for a couple oh, months. That's going to be. Oh, man. <laughs> Forgot about that. I forget. Forget about. Oh, and you know what, man? Once there's snow on the ground, my dog, when I take him on a walk, he loves. I'm trying to take a walk with him, and all he wants to do is jack around. I mean, <laughs> yeah, of course. He, of course, he's like a kid out yep. there. He's yep. like, oh, look, I can kick it up here, and I can. I'm like, come on, man, it's freezing. And of course, he's not cold. He's like, he's like. Dad, that's what he calls me. He's like, Dad, I'm hot every day of my life. <laughs> that's, that's what okay? yeah, he yeah. He's like, I'm hot every day of my life. This is my climate that I was built <laughs> and for. And you're just like, and, so am I, son. So am no, I. <laughs> not, my Aussie mix comes in and she looks like she works at Wall Street, just white all over her nose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So uh, we'll get we'll get back to some of the weather stuff here and, and keep you guys posted. But hey, we got a... Tim, it's great you're here, and we got a legislative session going on. Looks like you're ready for another big day here at work today. Uh yeah, absolutely, man. Ready to um, go. Are we in? What's today? Is today? Are we in session today? We're in the. Or? We're they're in session. Yep. Okay. Uh, um, nobody has told me otherwise. I think the speaker mentioned on Friday ahead of this snowstorm that hey, we're gonna we're gonna That's charge for it. That's, That's what how we like to see. We are Nebraskans. We get our work done. That's um, true. In person, not uh, not by remote. You bet. There, we're in a, we're in a period in the legislature. The first ten days. Are for introducing bills. Um, they've, they've 
they kind of have that blocked off. We won't start hearings until like the 22nd, I think it is, the Monday or whatever after the the 17th is the last day to introduce bills. So there's not a ton of business going on in terms of committee work or convert or like actual public conversations on bills. Senators are working things out, obviously, but they, they come in, they, they uh, check in, they get their quorum and then they just start introducing bills and they kind of all chat and, and walk around during during the morning. Wait, don't we have to have a big fight about rules and uh, secret ballots and that stuff? That sort of here kicks first? off this afternoon, and okay. I think that's kind of what you know is the, the important thing, I suppose, on the agenda. There's a hearing at one thirty this afternoon um, for the rules committee to consider, you know, three dozen or so rules changes coming from you know all over the place. The the uh, speaker has a, a package of rules that he is proposing to kind of address sort of what happened last year or didn't happen, right? Um, in terms of the uh, like loopholes that folks are finding in the rules to to use to slow things down. Um, Senator Erdman, who chairs the rules committee, has his package of what I'll, I will call conservative rules approach, right? So it's kind of the effort the conservatives have made to. This is some of the stuff we've been taught. We've talked about you know, rewind six, six, seven years ago um, about you know changing filibuster standards and those sorts of votes, or at least giving the giving the majority the ability to get to a vote on stuff okay. um, in different ways. So there's nuances in all of that, but that's kind of the general conversation that will take place this afternoon. Um, the public hearing is at 1.30, and I think it's going to be streamed online. So if, if you're a follower of the legislature, get to the legislature's webpage. Yes, and you you're can, snowed in. You're and, snowed in with nothing else to do. Oh, Sit the kids yeah. down in front of the TV Let's and make them talk about right. political legislative debate You're not going to school today, so we're having a civics lesson. Let's go. <laughs> uh Okay, so so we got that first, but let's get to the, let's get to the more fun. I don't know, if fun is a word, kind of more fun stuff. Bill introduction is always a little fun, just because there's some, you know, maybe not deadly serious or like huge things that we've talked about forever. Obviously, we're gonna what what, what we know we're gonna be talking about a ton. We know we're gonna be talking about property tax relief, and we know we're gonna be talking about bathrooms and uh, high school sports and which genders, you know, in which. Yep. Right? Yeah. Those are the things I know. Yeah. I know we're talking about this year. Draw the line there. What else are we talking about this year? What are we learning about this session? Well, I mean, there's a there are several, I would say, top notes, right, that have hit in the last couple of days. But I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you one that nobody's talking about outside of my world, which is we're on record to break records in the number of le- legislative bills introduced in a really? two year session. So um, we had I don't know 830 or so. I'm I'm spitballing here because I don't have the numbers in front of me. It was 830 or so last session. We're like almost hitting 300 this session already in three days with seven days left to introduce bills. That puts us it pushing 1100 bills already the highest numbers i remember are just over right around 13 or just over 1300 if we stay on track for this jack we're going to have more bills introduced than ever um some of your top top high level headline bills that are kind of interesting some public conversations you and i have talked about it cracking down on vape shops well not vape shops even it's but the like delta the, eight the stuff, delta yeah. eight the thc the hemp um drive throughs that you see there's a there's a package of bills i think that's going to come together the ag had a press conference last week and i think two of the three in that package were introduced last week but the but uh, senator ibaz bill that kind of looks at the delta eight stuff and then senator bosn's bill that deals with the consumer protection side of things and how you you know actually 
how you you go after those folks right. um, and make some make some changes. So that's I mean that's top line. There's another one in there that that <laughs> another interesting drug crackdown. Kratom. You hear right. the commercials for I kratom really all the time. I hear it all the time. I have virtually no idea. I did learn it's some kind of like an Asian pine tree or something. I have no something. idea. It's not, I, I, don't know I, this. I, I, I joked around with some friends about it, but I've never ever bought it. So it must be good. I don't know. It must be it's fairly good. All over the radio, right? And yeah. TV. So uh, these these places sell it. You, if you haven't tried it, now's your chance because it might be illegal after this session. Listen, have, is there any? Do you think there's going to be any discussion on the economic impact on the uh, the LED bright light industry if they take these away, or the uh, little flags that you put in the ground by the street? <laughs> I, I doubt it's, it. That's, no. I'm concerned. I, what I am sad, I'm concerned, like it's going to take jobs away in those happened, industries. What happened to the floppy guys? The floppy guy air things. Uh, I think like uh, some of the oil change I places about, still. I think they still might go. That's with about those, the only place you see them. But I feel like that's too over the line for the vape shops. <laughs> Wacky, wavy, inflatable man. That's, yeah, listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a little too much for Delta Eight. Okay. Oh, in outside of the outside of illicit drugs. I mean, some other. Highlights. I think there's going to be a press conference today. Um, at least I've seen some indication of it regarding the property tax uh, proposal um, that's coming from the governor's task force. Uh, Probably talking about the sales tax end of it and what that's... Yeah, uh, I mean, it's a little bit more structured this time around. Um, only in, The governor appointed a task force, a group of folks to look at property valuations four or five months ago. That yeah. group's met a number of times, but it's sort of morphed away from just how are we assessing the value of our property um you know your your residential homes versus your ag land versus your commercial property to a little bit more of a uh, tax shift is maybe what i'll use right so we're going to increase or collect sales taxes we're going to decrease property tax um on the preliminary lists that are floating around are things like additional casino taxes cigarette taxes right. a sales tax uh increase across the board right on everything that you buy yep um, taking away some exemptions i'm sure yes uh some exemptions are on the list there was a broader conversation going the last list i've seen is paired that back it may end up getting going that direction again so it's sort of the same story different verse i think maybe the bigger or or the more interesting push on this was initially they were talking about how do we take away the levy authority of some local local entities, yeah, right? You remember yeah. the community college discussion from last yeah. year and what happened there? How could you replace property tax money with state taxes and those sorts of things? So who knows where the, the proposal will... It had, nothing's been introduced yet. Who knows where it will go? It has morphed several times, I think, uh, among the group that's working on it. I think there's a press conference scheduled for this afternoon if that if that still goes on, and maybe we'll get some more details. And we have that. the governor's call-in show at 2 right here on KLIM. You can ask him. Ask Mark him. can ask him. Mark can go. ask... I cannot... Okay. I cannot believe you, they're really going to go through and raise the sales tax two cents and make... And put Nebraska at the top of the sales tax list. I there's no way that's really happening, right? Here's here my two cents, Jack. Ah, uh, your two cents. My two cents. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your two cents is going to the state now. <laughs> I under I understand I understand the concern and the idea and the the problem with property taxes generally. Practically speaking, though, I think it is really hard to be a state senator that's on the ballot in November and have cast. Multiple votes on a bill that would raise sales taxes. Yeah, I would raise. I just. I think that the political. 
the the theoretical, philosophical, what's right? I like cynically. Let's throw that out the window and just talk for a second about just how about you get elected and win. I think it's really hard to have that vote on your record and and run a race in a competitive district. I can't. So so I don't know. I can't believe he suggested it, Tim. And again, I'm not saying it's not. Well, I am kind of saying it's not a great solution. I'm just. I can't believe that 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 the governor is going to ride with this. Like, I just, I'm shocked. Like I said, I, I I don't know. I think it would be very hard. I think it'll be very hard to get elected with that having happened. And everybody everybody who's running against you is just hoping that you do make those votes so you can hit them with postcards. Can I ask you a question? Are, are people in, in towns and school districts around the state of Nebraska, are they allowed to only vote in their state races but not their local city council or school board races? Or do they just, Is that just not... Do, does the state know that they can vote in those? Uh, yeah, I don't. You, we, maybe people should be told. <laughs> maybe that. Could we just. Are you <laughs> suggesting that local authorities have some control over the property taxes that they levy? I, I guess I thought that's how it always was. <laughs> I thought that was the entire point. Well, and Jack, I mean, this is, like I said, in, in our world, it's the same song, second verse. I, I think. For every governor, every one of the last last two governors, right, Heineman, Ricketts, both kind of went in. I remember my first few years back in Lincoln covering the legislature. You know, Governor Ricketts used to go in. They'd introduce the bill, and he would sit in the hearing for eight, ten hours while people opposed it, right? The, yeah. And then ultimately, he sort of came around, too, on on that whole look. A check shift isn't a cut. Um, you already have with this proposal. I think I saw, you know, one of the reporters was tweeting about AFP opposing it, right? So your your conservative groups aren't going to be super thrilled with with tax raises, um, even if even if it offsets the property tax. Like it's just a really difficult thing to do. And at the end of the day, the the talking point inevitably comes back to what you're saying, which is local control and spending control, it, right? People need to spend less money. It's not, but but I don't know. I have no idea how this all works out. Though, it'll it'll be the same. Same, same long hearings with people coming in and talking about how how these how pick this your county or economy. School, pick your county or school district that's not in Lincoln or Omaha and is eighty eight percent Republican, right? And 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 they I guess they're upset that their property taxes are higher, but they they just keep electing like chronic overspenders to these spots. What's happening? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't Yeah, no, I, it, Like I said, it is the, it is, it is why ultimately. Are they, why are they not? They do it. They're voting Republican every other, other way. And people who are fiscally conservative, why is it not happening at these, at these municipal or at these school board levels or county levels? That conversation will be had as it always routinely is. And, and like I said, senators will be asked to, to vote on something. I don't, I don't know whether this plan, right? The outline of that is what will ultimately happen, but you got to start somewhere. You have to have a conversation. It's an opening and, salvo. I get it. Uh, it's an opening salvo. And that's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. It feels like coming in, you know. Coming in with something that you know is going to be negotiated and settled at a different spot. That's what it feels like to me. It's entirely possible. I, not, I, I don't know if I've seen <laughs> in a long time a bill a bill that's that big and that controversial that doesn't change, right? Yeah, that's the true. process that's a, some yeah, sort. That's, so it, that's a good point. It'll get amended. It's got to go through a committee hearing. It's got to get voted. It's got to get a majority of votes on the committee. Then it's got to get three rounds of votes on the floor for it to become law. Hey, one, one more thing. We only got a minute or two here left already. But I heard uh, maybe texting with driving will be revisited. Yeah. Or, yeah. There's a bill in with multiple co-sponsors. I, I don't remember the number off my top, top of my head, maybe a dozen, might be a little less than that, co-sponsors, that would 
would just make it a primary offense. If you're texting and driving, you're what? typing on your I think it's communication. The the language of the statute says like typing, texting, or or basically, yeah, typing on your phone for any reason whatsoever. Um, and then there's a, a subsection that makes it a secondary offense. The bill would just strike that. I can't I wanna say it was Senator Lippincott, but it was pretty late when I was reading that one the other night. Um maybe send several senators that have that have signed on to it. So that conversation oh, well, is alive weird. and well. It's gonna take like seven years and they're gonna actually give that law some teeth. Weird. Interesting. <laughs> it might Surpri- be longer than seven Surprising years. It didn't work. I'm it just, feels like maybe, whenever that maybe was, 10, 12, 15 say, years I want to say Joel Johnson from Carney was the original. Is that a guy? Johnson? Is a doctor? I believe he was. I interviewed. That sounds him like a carny name. I don't know. It's got. I don't. I might have that one that doesn't recognize. Up. Doesn't Johnson? Maybe I'm making someone got, up. It's got to be like 15 years ago. Then um, no, it wasn't that long ago. And they did the. T- maybe it was 10 years ago with the text. Do we have? Do we have? 10 years ago 10 years was like ago? was 2014. I don't know. We had texting 10 I don't know, years ago. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> com- whatever <laughs> compromise got this got the secondary offense in there has convinced like literally no one not high to schoolers do it, were by playing the way. snake on their phones while driving in the <laughs> I mean, night in the early 2000s has the secondary yeah. offense dissuaded anyone who wants to do it from doing it no, no. you you don't believe me stop at a stoplight today it. yeah i was gonna say stoplight stoplight uh driving on the interstate for we went home for christmas yesterday there's so many people just driving along on their phones and i'm just like what are you doing because it's a stupid secondary offense it makes no <laughs> It is wild. Uh, All right. Thank you, Tim. It was nice to see you. Uh, Good morning. Looking forward to talking legislature with you over the next few weeks. Yes, sir. Should be fun. Good to see you. All right. Very good. Stay safe today. We'll talk to you later. It's 826. We got sports coming up next on KLIN. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. All right. Welcome back, Ellen. Welcome back, Ellen K. Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Glad to have you back with us. I think I might have called the wrong number for Mike Schieffer. I'm not sure. Maybe not. I don't know. How, if, if, let me ask you this. When you get a voicemail that just is like the, your call has been forwarded to an answer, uh, do people just leave that now as their voicemail? Or do people uh, still record, hey, this is, this is Jack. You caught me at a time away from my cell phone. Or Please do you, call me back. Or does anyone still do the jerk thing where they're like, hello? <laughs> anyway, this is a voicemail. <laughs> did that, I remember people did that. Uh, yeah, that is... Um, that's So I don't know if I call the right number or not. I can just text him and tell him to call me. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll get that. I want uh, I mean, I want snow takes from him. Plenty of snow falling down outside a broadcast house, by the yeah, way. Yeah, what's sorry. our situation? Give me a give me a give me an outside report since I can't see. So the snow is definitely sticking. Chris Lofgren has gone through and done his uh, his usual thing where he get, takes all the windshield wipers up off of everyone's cars for us through the parking lot. But there's a lot of folks uh, showing up now that they are covered in snow walking in. Oh, really? Which, which was not the case an hour ago. Interesting. It is it is covering the ground. I can see it melting still a little bit in a couple parts, so maybe the ground's not not quite cold enough yet for a lot of accumulation, but it's enough it's coming down enough and the flakes are big enough that it's definitely going to start covering everything. Yeah, like like I said when they were saying, "Hey, this uh this could be starting around 9:10 a.m." At, at at the later time of this, and the fact that we're already seeing a decent amount of of, uh, and especially west, man, you go through those traffic cams to the west, you go to to Seward, you go to Goner. Now I haven't really looked down 
I should pull this up and, and actually look down because you know who, you know, it may be, it may end up being pretty significant here, but you know who's getting it. You know who oh, will always get it. Hebron. Is Hebron Jeez. getting it? <laughs> As soon as you said that, I was like, I got to go look at Hebron. You, you know, listen, whenever life seems bad <laughs> in Lancaster County or the, the surrounding area here to Lincoln, whenever your life seems bad, just know it's probably worse in Thayer County at the at the time. Welcome to Snowmageddon, Hebron. Oh, none of the cameras are picking up for me in Hebron, just like Mike Schaefer. Oh, my God. Uh, or, and and Beatrice is also you could also say that for Beatrice I think often as well. What's happening in Hebron? I can't get the cameras to pull up. Here, let me pull this camera back up for okay. you. <laughs> it is it it is visibility not great. Holy cow. Yikes. All right. Yeah, they've already got, got they've got some good co- It's already enough. It, it's enough right now that you know that thing that happens even on two-lane highways or interstates where basically everyone just moves to the middle. Yeah. And you just are, okay, we're one lane in this. We're all going to follow. That's the situation you've got happening there, according yeah. to the camera that we can see. Oh, yeah. We got we got stickage in Lincoln now, don't we? We got some, Is that we got, fi- stickage? We got stickage to the ground in Lincoln. Now I'm looking at like uh, the junction at, at uh, Interstate and 77, 27th Street exit. We got that, but still, as you go west, it's still a decent amount more mm-hmm. uh, here as well. So, yeah, there you go. So that's what we have. Uh, we've got going on. Hold on, I'm going to give us an update here. Oh, there you go. Uh, Tim Hurst has just texted as he's driving out to uh, to the Capitol. Uh, he's going to the Capitol. Sorry, that's my. <laughs> what in the world? Was, uh, <laughs> that was uh, <laughs> a very special happier. <laughs> When, when I heard so much of that January 6th speech of this weekend when Trump oh, is, okay. you know, we're going to be marching and we're going to be marching down to the Capitol. The way that he says it, it always sticks in my head. When well, I that's hear the word the Capitol. Pull that speech up and that's how he says when, it. When you hear the ones like that, it's almost like they actually said something else and then someone just know, dubbed it, it over like, the top. It sounds like the the made for TV edit of the movie Major League <laughs> where the guy, where there's the, the meeting at the mound and, and he goes, get this Gay out. It's <laughs> covering a much longer word. Anyway, uh, Tim Hurst is just texting and says, very slushy, very slushy road. All of the uh, the cars out at the airport are covered, thanks to a picture from Craig. Yeah, I was going to say, what are we getting on the text line? Where are, what are our eyes and ears saying here? Southern Snow is driving on Highway 33 from Highway 77 towards Crete. Road completely oh. covered. What's he, he's going to Crete. By the way, there are reports of... Thunder snow. Thunder snow, baby. And by the way, why is there not like a metal band called Thunder Snow? That probably is. We should probably search for that. Thunder Snow would be an amazing Thunder Snow music. An amazing it, band. Uh, whatever you guys are seeing out there, you can let us know on the KLIN text line 402 479 1400. Pictures are appreciated as well because you can do that and then we can see it with All your right. description as well. I mean, I guess we probably aren't talking to Mike this morning. Um, so. Caleb, at the risk of, you know, you always want to be careful when these snowstorms come in. And Thunder Snow is a band. It is. A, there's a band called Thunder Snow. They grew up in Western New York, where uh, snow storms and thunder are loud as the music they listen to. Can we get? We might need some of their music for Request Line Friday this <laughs> oh week. My God, this is beautiful. <laughs> there really is a band called Thunder Snow. Yeah, that's not, not to derail the segment. I wanted to completely start one. No, what I was going to say is, 
uh, you, whenever you have the forecasts that have been coming in and the discussion that has been coming in for a snowstorm for multiple days, we have it's. It, I mean, I don't blame anyone, but you do start to wonder because it's happened so many times in Lincoln over the last several years where there's a storm that is much ballyhooed, much discussed, much, uh, you might say, hyped by the uh, media like us, and then it does not materialize into a whole lot. It's mm-hmm. happened many times. Uh, admittedly, these forecasts are hard. I'm not the one making the forecast. I just talked to enough people who do make them. That snowfall is one of the hardest things for meteorologists to forecast, and that has been borne out with the way some of these snowstorms have happened over the years. And so there there starts to be sort of a natural skepticism about the 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 storms that are getting discussed multiple days out. Mm-hmm. And you may have skepticism of what I'm saying now. And, and again, I am, I'm just extrapolating from what the actual meteorologists have said over the last 24 hours about this thing. But I have, they, they, they talked about a few variables that were going to determine whether this thing was like a big snow or a big snow and a big one of them was, A, if the snow would start falling, like pre-9 a.m. Yeah, like the timing for it. Check, pre-9, 10 a.m., mm-hmm. check. Number two, if there would be any stickage with the snow, check. Uh, number three, whether or not whether or not it is so wet and dense that it actually you know, kind of compacts itself on its own and how quick does it switch over to something that's a little more fluffy and is going to pile up a bit more as well. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I assume there's, there's not enough snow to tell a ton about what it's like right now, but I assume we've got the, the wet dense stuff that's coming Mm -hmm. down right now here in the capital city. Uh, So we don't, we don't totally know that. And then the other thing is whether there's some dry air, coming from the south that is going to sort of eat up portions of of where the snowfall is. Now, that we can look at radar and sort of get an idea about right now, and I'm going to pull this up Oh, yeah, I haven't looked at radar in a while. Um, You can see, oh, man, you can see the dry slot, Caleb, if you look at the radio. It is, there's a little bit of one kind of on the Nebraska-Kansas border, actually, right now, if you look at it. I mean, like, to kind of go on from St. Joseph up and across the bottom the bottom of, uh, of the Nebraska-Kansas line. So it's there. I wonder if that becomes a thing a little bit later. Are you seeing what I'm seeing or not? No, not, not Here, really. Look at, look at this. Is it, am I, is it just my app that is showing something that's different right there? Do you see what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, I can see that. I don't know if that's just a glitch on, on my app or, or something else that I'm looking at right here. But maybe. So the, the, the app or the, what I'm looking at is just showing all snow for that whole area that you're seeing okay. there, but it's whether or not it's light or moderate. Okay, so there's no there's no area right now immediate to our, immediately to our south, you're telling me, mm-hmm. where you're seeing kind of a, a gap. Uh, not until you get to mid-Kansas. Okay. Like south of Hayes. Okay. All right. Well, then that probably isn't going to play in if that's the case. To be <laughs> to be honest, and so once I thought I had I'd found something that might mitigate things just a little bit, but so far 
none of the factors, Caleb, that could have made this be a little bit more of a, I don't want to say nothing burger, but a little bit less of a huge snowfall event. Yeah. Nothing is trending in that direction. Well, when you, right now, when you talked with uh, Brad Anderson for 1011 about an hour and a half ago, you had asked him, what are the factors for it to be on the lower end of the five to 10 versus the higher end of the five to 10? We're checking off those boxes for the higher end. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I, exactly at least some of them at this point, and some are still TBD here at this point. Uh, wh- the other thing that I would say, as you're planning ahead, and I don't want to make any promises to anyone for what they want or what they do not want here, but Caleb, you've got to think if this thing does. And Brad did talk about this going on into the morning hours tomorrow. Uh, the winter storm warning lasts until what noon tomorrow mm-hmm. at this point. I think the snowfall total. Let me pull up the latest hourly forecast. But yeah, they've the the National Weather Service has us with. I mean, it's got it at least a decent chance of snow all the way till nine a.m. tomorrow until our show is over tomorrow, Caleb. <laughs> um, if you've got that, if that does continue, and you've also got forty mile an hour wind gusts. I would just say, don't count on it, but prepare on some potential cancellations tomorrow too. Yeah, I think it's fair to say. And and like like uh, like Brad had said, still no blizzard warning right now for our area. Just that winter storm warning, yeah. uh, d- despite the potential for one to two inches of snow per hour. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh boy. The other thing I would uh, uh, you already have, by the way, in Jefferson County. You already have an inch and a half that near Fairbury. Oh, really? The the emergency emergency manager emergency manager already reports an inch and a half. There. I wonder how long it's been snowing there. That's interesting. So, like that is because that that would be to um, just slightly. It's slightly to the west, obviously, right uh, of of Lincoln, but it's that. A right little now, southwest of Beatrice. Yeah, it looks like it looks like right now just that slightly slightly western path is is what's getting the very worst mm-hmm. of this here. Mm-hmm. We're talking more right the Fairberries and the Sewards and the the Hebrons of the yep. world right now. At least as it stands right now, but that could change throughout. But the one thing I did want to also mention is uh, if you're if you're thinking about if you have the option at least to think about how to attack this thing on the driveway that you've got to clear if you have to clear a driveway and there's always the kind of the philosophical question Caleb like do I go do I take a couple of swipes at it uh, or is it more efficient just to do it all at once and it's going to end up taking less time if we are talking six seven eight nine inches of snow the the snow at the bottom is going to be more dense, more wet, more heavy. And so this isn't going to be like the easy, like, get the leaf blower out type stuff. Oh, yeah, just just quickly move it. To get this snow out. So if you're, this may be specifically a good one to take one pass at it. I don't know, maybe at at noon noon today, during the lunch hour today, if you can can do that and, and get it done. The reason I also like to do that is to not get those tire ruts in your, on your driveway, mm-hmm. that's always fun because this is going to be a deal. I don't know if you're going to get much melting on Wednesday because Wednesday you do have a high over uh, over over freezing and it's actually mostly sunny. 
So you might that Wednesday is going to be a weirdly key day for the next two weeks because Wednesday you're going to be 35 and sunny um, during the day. How much snow can you melt off surfaces that have been cleared? Like the stuff that mm. stuck around off of surfaces that have been cleared on Wednesday. Because after you get through Wednesday, high 18, high single digits over the weekend, you're not doing any more melting after Wednesday. And so the ability to melt like those ruts that you're in the driveway or those residential streets, um, that maybe that that maybe got a pass through, and and that's the other question about this thing, Caleb. The city last year and and the year before, the last couple of years, the city has been a lot more aggressive in clearing residential streets. Remember, there used to be kind of a threshold in terms of how many inches fell, mm-hmm. in terms of whether the city was going to clear st- st- residential streets. Well, it's, I mean, it's almost undoubtedly they, they don't really do it by that threshold anymore, uh, but. I'm going to be guessing city's going to have to be trying to get through to all the residential streets. How much of them can they get through before Wednesday when you get that sun out? Right. It might, I mean, seriously, it might determine whether you're spending the next three weeks driving on white streets or black streets. Or they're clear, yeah. Yeah, or or, or clear streets, just if you're able to get that, that one melting day on Wednesday with the sunshine. Hey, I've got some non-snow breaking news. Okay. Uh, Brett McMurphy from the Action Network uh, is reporting that Frank Solich is going to be among those that is elected to the College Football Hall of Fame class of 2024. That's officially going to be announced this afternoon, but he's been up for election for a few years. No kidding. And he is going to be entering that College Football Hall of Fame. Very cool. Very cool. Also, can't believe Nebraska fired a Hall of Fame coach. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Now we get to say that from two decades ago. Uh, that's uh, you yeah. You don't get to say that too too often. All right, let's grab a break right now. Uh, we are going to uh, get you the last bits of information we think might be helpful for you throughout the day. Get some final updates too from uh, everybody else. Text in what you're seeing uh, out there, eyes and ears out there. We always appreciate that. Driving conditions, where you're at, what you're seeing, especially those of you who are traveling as well. Want to pass those along. Uh, you can text those in at 402-479-1400. It's 853 on KLIN. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. All right. Uh, stick with us throughout the course of the day today. We will keep you posted through the KLIN newsroom on uh, on any situations that might come about uh, with the weather, additional cancellations, other issues that might impact you as well uh, during the course of the day. Cancellations, of course, that might be in play for tomorrow. Uh, that would also be something that might be significant. So be ready. For that, uh, snow continuing to rapidly expand northward out of north central Kansas. Uh, the rain looks like it is almost mostly mostly done. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's snow now here at at this point. It's interesting. Some of the heavier this heavier bands right now that are in Kansas and coming up along the Nebraska Kansas border uh, are now falling at. Uh, one to two inches per hour, Caleb. So, I mean... That, that's right where we said this is... And, was, I, and I think from what Mark had talked about this morning, peak was supposed to be around 11 this morning, but we've seen a lot of this come sooner right. than, In, than originally intended. Yeah, when the National Weather Service was talking about it, it hooked one to two inches per hour uh, in this area, maybe like 
12 to 5 mm-hmm. in, in that period of time. Not necessarily be consistent that entire five hours, but you might you might get that. But if you do have that for an extended period of time, of course, you can start to do the math on exactly what the impact is going to be. And then you add, obviously, the snow that falls in the three hours before that mm-hmm. and the snow that falls in the, what, seven hours after that, nine hours after that as well. And uh, you can see pretty easily how you get up to eight, nine, ten, who knows, maybe more than that in terms of the inches of snow. So anyway, keep it right here on on KLIN, KLIN.com. Follow on social media as well. We'll continue to get you updates, updates throughout the year. But it looks like this thing is not going to be one of the one of the proverbially overhyped right. snowstorms that we tend to get over the years. And if anything uh, does, if it does continue to fall like it does throughout the day, and there are closings or cancellations, postponements, whatever, for school, businesses, events, we have those at KLIN.com as well. You just open up the website on along the right side. You can find Closings tab. Click on that. And if your business would like to post theirs as well for everyone to see, you can yes. sign up on there as well. Yeah, good thing to remember in case that is uh, still something that is an issue for people tomorrow and uh speaking of tomorrow we will be back here tomorrow and ready to keep you updated if there are still weather issues to be aware of and there likely will be we will be on top of that for you uh also it's a tuesday morning and that means we get uh joe jordan news channel nebraska now that we've got the nebraska legislature going will be scheduled to be joined as well by john baylor the voice of nebraska volleyball still Still kind of rumblings and movings to going with the Nebraska volleyball team as well. Yeah. Uh, you had Maggie Mendelson uh, that went ahead and uh, made a commitment to Penn State. Penn State, Penn State, right? And then you also had uh, you, you also had uh, the uh, the commitment Cub- to Tennessee, Cubic of, of Cubic. Yes, yes. Thank you. So you've, you've still got some movement going on with that, and it still seems like Nebraska may not be done adding to the roster as well. So we'll interesting on stuff that as well from John Baylor. All right, that's it for the show. 32 degrees, snow falling in the capital city, and more coming. We will see you tomorrow. It is 9 o'clock on KLI and Lincoln.